And today we're talking to Sima Herzfeld Navon, who is a naturopath with over 20 years of experience in her field. So thank you very, very much, Sima, for being here with us. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. And why don't you introduce yourself? Um, okay, so hi. Um, I am Sima Herzfeld Navon. I am a naturopath which means that I practice different branches of holistic medicine, the rounded form. So you take the person as a whole and you look at diet, you look at their activity, you look at how every different function of their body is working. So I treat with herbs, I treat with nutrition, I treat with aromatherapy, and all these different branches of holistic medicine come together as one unit. It's, it's in a sense, kind of like a general practitioner in medicine, right? You can go to the specialists, you know, but you have one person who's really overseeing the broader aspect of every single part of your medical care. So that's really where a naturopath is. It's not just a specialty. It's the broad view of everything. So okay. that's really what I do. And um, I started out um, my journey in nutrition, right? I would work in my clinic and I realized I was changing everybody's diet. And this was 20 years ago when people didn't really know what quinoa was, right? Quinoa, they had no idea, right? And they were like, what is that? How do you make it? So then I started teaching healthy cooking classes where I would just channel everybody from my clinic into my kitchen so that I wasn't wasting time in the clinic teaching them how to cook quinoa. And then the healthy cooking classes, I also, I had to write up the recipes. So I started writing the food and health column for Amutsheva where I was writing them up anyway, so I just put them online. And then, right, and then from teaching cooking, I sort of went more to detoxes where cleansing the body flushing the body, which I would do especially in the spring, because that's when you really want to clean out everything, including your windows. Anyway, it, it's the, this natural urge, right? You, you're in rhythm with nature very much in natural medicine. And so um, the cleanses um, really happened. And then I just, along the way, I, I branched off into skincare because um well, in theory, everybody wants to eat healthy. In practice, it's a very, very difficult change. And I realized that by enabling people to simplify their lives with a healthy daily skincare product, I was able to help hundreds of people on a daily basis, hopefully soon thousands and millions, right? But, but I was able to help so much more of a broad audience on a daily basis without it being a hardship. Right? Changing your diet is a hardship, whereas changing to a skincare product that works amazing and it's healthy for you and it's really basically the same um, um, cost that you are spending anyway. So why not use something healthy? And so for no pain, you're getting so much more pleasure and health, right? Health equals pleasure, right? So, so that's really where my focus is today. It's using my knowledge of herbs, aromatherapy, and putting it into skincare products. Additionally, when I mentioned I was teaching cooking, I was teaching cooking from the perspective of Chinese medicine. And that's all about balance. You have the five flavors, 
and you use the five flavors to balance the five organs in the body. And so those same principles that I was applying in cooking and nutrition, I transferred over to skincare products. So all of my products become balancing in the sense that there are products for the in inside each skincare product. I put products for the hormones, products for the digestive system, products to relax you, products to energize. So all those different ingredients which are going into the main product, right? So that's why they're so effective because they're treating internally, not just externally, right? And how does this translate into helping the elderly, right? Right. But is um, there are all kinds of ingredients in these products. For example, rosemary, which um, is an encephalitic, which means that it encourages blood flow to the brain, right? Which is why it's used to treat lice because parasites like a stagnant condition and rosemary encourages flow, right? So that's why they don't, it's not really the smell. They don't like what it's doing to your body. Right? I had no idea. It's really new. <laughs> yeah. So um, it's true with all the different scents. I mean, but, but specifically rosemary, which is encouraging the blood flow. So it, it's not um, a condition that the parasites like. So the lice, they leave you. And so um, rosemary is also the herb that is used to treat memory. Rosemary is for memory. And so when you give a product with rosemary or to somebody who's suffering from memory issues, which is a pretty common geriatric issue. And so uh, I don't I'm sure you know the statistics much more than I do, but I think it's like 50% of people over the age of 70, and then it goes up to 90% over the age of 90. Am I correct? Something like that. Oh, I have to say that also people at the age of 50 and up, I'm realizing it for myself, are starting to. Oh, that's when it starts. Um, uh, dementia starts 20 years before it's diagnosed. And that's true with everything else as well, you know. But, you know, um, and we don't want him out. It's like, oh, yeah, it was my kids all the time. It's not similar. Well, it exactly. Because <laughs> I wasn't concentrating. But really, if I would have concentrated on it, I would have found it, obviously. Yeah. I, I, of course, I put my coffee in the refrigerator. <laughs> like, that's where I'm like, one's calling for the milk, you know. But whatever, you know. So we all have these um, senior moments, as we call them, which are really the beginning. But so, so if you start young where you're, encouraging blood flow to the brain, which is actually interesting. It's not just blood flow, it's oxygen. I'll discuss that in a minute. But so by encouraging blood flow to the brain, you're actually improving your memory. And if you're doing it with your skincare product that you're putting on all the time, great. Another way of using these oils is to burn them in the house. So you don't actually have to directly apply them to a person. Through the sense of smell, it enters and then it triggers the same effect as if you're actually applying it to your skin. So, or you could also just take it in your food, like you can make potatoes with rosemary. And it's not as strong, but it's just as effective in the sense that you are encouraging the same, the same plants that you are putting in your food and you're putting in your skincare products or you're burning in your house. And you have all these different ways of using the plants. Okay. But back to the blood flow and the brain and oxygen and all that stuff. So there are all these studies that are talking about how um, specifically menopause, right, is um, can be directly related to dementia. More women suffer from dementia than men. And how you could trace back the development of dementia to menopause and see how the woman's breathing during menopause. So a woman who starts snoring during menopause might be 
more likely to develop dementia because it's it's just an indication that there's a lot of oxygen coming from the brain, right? And so if that is happening to the younger generation, the sandwich generation, this is something that you might want to address, not just because it might be annoying your partner, but because it is um, an indication of a significant life-changing illness disease that might happen farther on down the line. Um, and rosemary won't treat the snoring. There are other things that might treat the snoring, but not rosemary. If you want, we could discuss that another time. Or we could discuss this now if you want to um, discuss other stuff. Okay, so, but, um, so back to, so Rosemary was one example. Um, other examples are um, anxiety, tension, you know, um, sometimes you want to help somebody calm down, right? Go to sleep. So this is actually one of my favorite. <laughs> so you have all these oils, you have sandalwood, you have vetiver, you have patchouli, you have, I'm looking at my toolbox over here, which is for these little bottles of oil. Doug was like um, getting examples of things. So all these different oils are extremely effective. They basically knock people out without any side effects, without any damage. And as opposed to um, any medication that you might swallow, which takes a long time to work, and then you have side effects, and you wake up groggy and in a bed, or you wake up after a relaxed sleep happy. Because it really it, it works very deeply in a healthy way to relax the person. So, um, so those are the those are two of the ways that you could help somebody um, with natural herbs, plants in different forms. By smell, so he said smelling it, it's like putting it in some place to like an essence sort of thing to smell, and also as you put you would put one of those or both of those in your creams as well. So yeah, so my morning product, my morning products all have stimulants, like the rosemary, which is a stimulant, and the evening products all have relaxants. Now, again, of course, I want you to buy my products because my products are wonderful, and I'm always happy when people buy my products. But if you say no, I don't want to buy your products. I just want to use the plants without using products. So you buy a, a burner, like a tea right. burner. Right. Yeah. And um, you put a little bit, you put a candle underneath, you put a little bit of water in the top in the bowl, okay. and then you add a few drops of the oil, and then it diffuses the smell, right? That's actually why it's called a diffuser. There you go. <laughs> so you, um, it diffuses the smell, and then it's effective on everybody in the room. And you could put it in a room where somebody's sleeping as well, and they don't even know that it's there. I used to do it with my kids. Also, um, a lot of the plants um, have antiviral and antibacterial products ingredients in them. Um, so if you just um, burn those oils, you're keeping a house not only nice smelling, but germ-free, which is also something important. As, um, as you age, your immune system might become weaker, so strengthening the immune system through a healthy way, an effective way, and in a way, nobody even knows because most people will go, oh, that smells bad, but people like the smell of lemon, right? Lemon is a wonderful antiviral, antibacterial ingredient. You can even make it at home. You could just squeeze a few drops of lemon. This isn't the most effective, but you could squeeze a few drops of lemon. That won't really give you anything. But the oil comes from the lemon peel. So if you prick it, like with some pin or something, or you could even burn a candle inside, like, um, like cut a lemon, scoop out the middle, and burn a candle inside, and then your house will smell beautifully like lemon. 
right? So, um, again, it's a more gentle, but it's pleasant smelling. It's effective. It's very uplifting. It's an antidepressant. And it's just a nice way to just change the whole atmosphere of um, wherever you are. Absolutely. So is the, a lemon, I just want to go back for a second. Lemon is also a calming smell, like you said the other one. It's, it's cheerful. Like you smell lemon, you want to smile, right? Yeah. Lemon is right. Very, so like lemon. it's a very cheerful smell. Um, also clean with lemon, right? Right. Because it's antiviral, it's antibacterial, it's antiseptic. It, um, it kills germs. Um, it's it, really when you think of lemon, I think of brightening, right? It just brightens the mood. It brightens the atmosphere, and it brightens the skin as well. If you squeeze some lemon on your skin, it will get rid of sunspots, right? It bleaches. Right, bleaches. So all these wonderful um, properties for a regular household items. So, so you have that. What else? What else would help? See, I think there's also let's say um, blood flow or circulation. What else? Okay. Um, wow. So there are so many different things and so many like um, almost all of the essential oils will increase the oxygen flow. So once you're increasing the oxygen flow, you're breathing better when you're using essential oils, right? It, it, it opens up the breath. So that's increasing the oxygen that's entering the body, and that also increases the blood flow as well. It's the circulation, right? Um, once the lungs are open, the lungs and the heart work together, right. right? So by improving the oxygen flow coming into the lungs, you're also improving the circulation of the blood through the body. Um, if you want to lower your blood pressure, um, things like cinnamon are wonderful, right? And it also makes you happy. Cinnamon is a very happy herb oil. Um, the cumin seed, black um, black seed, nigella, right? Yeah. Um, katsaf in Hebrew, right? So that's um, that lowers blood pressure. It's wonderful, right? And you could use the seeds or you could use the oil. I put it in one of my night serums that um, lowers blood pressure. And it's very, very relaxing for people that have high blood pressure because it lowers blood pressure. And then people who are like, because the blood pressure is so high, that's just stuff. Right? So, so that's nice. Um, um, things that are stimulating that wake you up. Juniper, for example, right? That's also one of these oils. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just wakes you up. It stimulates. It also very much works on the lungs. So um, improving the lung function might also wake you up because... If you're tired because you're not breathing properly, once you start breathing properly, so then you're much more alert and awake. Um, other stimulants, um, I'm looking. Black pepper, which is really, really nice. That's an amazing stimulant for somebody whose circulation, especially people with diabetes, where the circulation isn't coming to their fingers and toes, right? Um, one drop of black pepper diluted in a lot of oil, right? Like, be careful with the black pepper because it makes you jumpy, right? You know, right? Like, think about black pepper as a jumpy oil, right? right. So, um, I, um, so one drop of black pepper in a hand cream, it warm up your fingers and toes. It's very nice. And because you're bringing the circulation to your fingers and toes, it's an effective remedy for diabetes where the circulation isn't coming to the extremities. Um, 
anything else? But what? Oh, that's, that's, that's extremely interesting. So basically, what you're saying, if I understand you correctly, so it's not even the diet which some people find restricting or hard to commit to, even if they put things, eat, smelling things or having it around the house or using creams, um, facial creams, hand creams, body creams, I guess, as well, um, which is something that some people, most people do as a routine, at least women do as a routine anyways, um, can help them just as much. And it's something that they are easier to commit to because it's sort of part of their morning schedule or night schedule or both, whatever. Yeah, and also it becomes a habit and even looked forward to because once you realize that it's actually making you feel better, you can't wait to use it as opposed to like, oh, I really don't want to eat another bowl of lettuce, right? So <laughs> it's like, oh, do I have to eat my lettuce? Right. I have to drink that celery, you know, juice because it's like, it tastes disgusting, you know? So here the opposite is like, oh my God, I'm craving that feeling that I get when I use the serum that has the ingredients that I need for me because it makes me feel better. So it's really nice. It's that's that's really interesting. That's really amazing. Uh, can you give us some tips that everybody could do at home? I know you were talking about a lot of different herbs and things, but can you cut it down to maybe two for each thing? as something sort of to take with them. Okay, so um, for the lungs, for example, right? I'm going to go through the organs because, again, I mentioned that's how I do it. So lungs are a vital part of your immune system, right? And you want to keep them phlegm-free, right? So one of the common um, sense that's used is eucalyptus, right? which again, you could take the essential oil and you could burn it in the house. You could put a drop on your pillow even if you're feeling a bit stuffy, especially spring is coming along allergies. You want to open up your nose, a drop on the pillow. You don't have to get fancy, that opens it up. And you could also take some eucalyptus branches, leaves, hang them in your shower, have the smell diffused from the steam, right? And another option is pine which is actually being used holistically to treat corona, COVID, because um, it, a pine and anise are huh. two herbs, that two plants that are used to treat. So we live in a country that is has an abundance of pine trees. You can pick the pine um, needles, right? You can brew them in a pot on the stove, and you could drink pine tea, right? That's a very simple, effective way of either preventing or helping somebody that has corona. Um, and it could also help with the um, inflammation for post-corona. So even when we're after corona, if you're still suffering from some side effects, that could actually help to reduce the inflammation. Um, so for your heart, right? You want to keep your heart calm so and happy. So, right, that you want uh, a calm joyfulness, right? As opposed to, you know, like manic, right? So, um, cinnamon is actually very good for the heart and also the citrus oil. So, baking with cinnamon will give you that same calm happiness that you're looking for. 
and any of the citrus oils as well will also give you a brightness, right? So lemon, orange, grapefruit, those are all mandarin, right? All of those are very simple. And you know how like when you peel a citrus, like the, 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 yes. the juice that comes out of it, right? The oil, right? So that, that oil is the healing property. And a simple way, again, to use a citrus product is to burn a candle inside it where you'll get the smell, right? Coming up. You could also um, um, press it like um, with any kind of needle, I don't know, but any anything sharp, like roll something sharp on top of it, or like a grater, you know, like you get the lemon zest, that will also make it to you. Or you could also get the essential oils, which is also super easy. Citrus oils are very cheap, you know, they're, you know, um, uh, like under 30, 40 shekel a bottle, and you could just, again, put a drop on your pillow, put it in a burner, a diffuser, or... You know, again, put it in any of your skincare products. However, be careful because the citrus oils are, um, almost all of them are phototoxic. So they should not be worn outside in the sun. So they're for nighttime weeks. Okay. Um, moving on. The liver. Wow. The liver is very complicated and, um, it's in charge of the free flow of energy in your body. Which means that anything and everything will always affect the liver. So the most effective oil for um, the liver, and it's also a way to know if your liver is healthy or not, is geranium. That common geranium that's growing all over Israel, right? The one that smells nice, right? With the, like, very leafy leaf. Yeah. <laughs> for lack of a better word. So, um, so if geranium smells nice to you, you're... Um, healthier than you thought. If geranium doesn't smell nice to you, you should actually go get treated. So, no, yeah, and, uh, yeah, because it, it's really uh, it's an indication of um, toxins in the liver. So, um, and, and then again, there are just some people that really don't like geranium. Right? Um, again, um, for the most part, people should love the smell of geranium. So. Um, so geranium, again, you can go outside, it's the leaves that are smelly. You could take them, you could dry them, you could burn the leaves. You could buy the oil, you could use the oil in a burner in the house, on your pillow, or in a diffuser. Um, what else treats the liver? I'm going to say chamomile, right? Again, there are many, but chamomile is one of my favorite. Um, it, if you drink the tea, right? So it has a bitterness to it, right? So that bitterness is actually a very cleansing flavor. Anything that tastes bitter will have a cleansing element. So it will have like, for example, turnip, radish, they have sulfur and an onion, right? Those are all highly sulfuric foods and they detoxify the body, right? So, and chamomile as well detoxifies and that helps the liver to function better, right? Okay, across from the liver, we have the pancreas, the spleen which is also um, in charge of the sugar in the body. It plays a very important role. Um, and in a Chinese medicine, it's also responsible for your energy level, right? So I guess it would translate into the thyroid in Western medicine. So um, that 
for the spleen pancreas in Chinese, we call it the spleen pancreas. So there again, the citrus oils and also the um, cinnamon. Now, if you look at something, you have the lead. Hebrew is wonderful because it, it's such um, a language which is rich in its um, words, in that the words itself have so much meaning. You have the lead, right? And then you have the pancreas, which is the lavlav. It's pa'amayin lev, right? right? So it, it's the function of the heart, but double, right? So anything the heart does, the, spleen, the pancreas will do even more so. So if your heart is in charge and calm joy, your your pancreas, especially the sugar, which makes you go so high so quickly, right? You want to keep the pancreas calm and stable, balanced, right? So that's why the same oils that work on the heart will work on the pancreas, right? And then we have the kidneys underneath. You have the two kidneys, the right and the left kidney, right? And um, the kidneys are the foundation of the body. Right, they're um, they're where your core is. They they have all they they clean everything out before it leaves. All the fluid in your body goes to any type of fluid retention is related to your kidneys. Um, any a, any illness as well, which will can be traced a bit to the kidneys because they're really the root, right? Where the stability of everything. So, um, here you have oils which would treat the water function of the body, such as cypress, which works on the lymphatics and encourages water to leave. You have celery as well, celery seed, which is very powerful, but it, anything that would be, be used to treat edema, right? Um, water retention, that's what you would be using. And in addition, you want to strengthen the kidney, so there you get ginger, which you could, again, eating your fruit, drinking with tea, or you could use the oil, itself, which is much more powerful. The essential oils, one drop of oil has something like 2,000 um, servings of the plant, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that's why I like the oils, because they're quick, they're easy, um, very effective. Within a few seconds of smelling it, you're already, uh, it's already working in your body. Within two minutes, you see a full result, as opposed to having a cup of ginger tea where you have a cup of ginger tea a day, and slowly, slowly, after a week or two, you are feeling the effects of it. Like, you'll feel a little bit when you take it. And herbs, you have to take for months before you use it. So I'm a very impatient person, and essential oils work super quickly, which is, I think, why I was drawn to them more than any other field. Um, so back to the kidneys. So you have ginger, and then also you have juniper, which also works very well on the kidneys, especially like... Um, I, and there are some people that will be attracted more to ginger, some more to juniper. And hepatic attacks, believe it or not, are also from the kidneys. Asthma could also be from the kidneys, where it is the lungs breathing, but it's the kidneys which are holding the breath in the body and allowing it to release as well. So a balance of juniper or ginger, you'll always find one or um, somebody. Like some people will be attracted to juniper, some to ginger, based on their personality types, their way their body works, so that that works um then again you have um sexual function if you want to go into that but you have rose for women jasmine for men rose is the queen jasmine is the king um and just mention that there's the um, well there's the sandwich generation not just the geriatrics even the geriatrics get have fun as well right absolutely <laughs> 
So, um, yeah, you know, hopefully Shakespeare doesn't die just when, you know, I don't know. <laughs> Let's not go there. That's not that. Let's not go there. So, um, yeah, so those are, that, that's where it's at. That's amazing. That's really amazing. I mean, I've learned tons from this. I'm, I'm like making mental note, ginger, I'm going to buy ginger. I'm going to buy those oils. I actually have oils. I have a burner at home and I often use it. Um, and it does make a real big difference in the house for uplifting. I love the lemon one and I use it often. Um, also orange, all the citrusy ones. Um, so that's interesting because I didn't realize what kind of an impact it really, really has. And as explained, it's very, fairly easy. Why don't you, I know that you also have a, um, why don't you talk to us a little bit about your website? And uh, so I have a website where my products are um, open for sale, you know, um, it's going through an upgrade. It should be up tomorrow, the new upgraded site. Yes. And um, also there with um, product descriptions, how to choose your product, like take a quiz, that kind of thing. That's the new addition. And also um, a WhatsApp chat button should be hopefully up and hopefully working. If it doesn't work, you could contact me through Facebook or get my number. Yeah. But um, my number and my email are both on the website. So yeah, so I have a lot of skincare products that um, treat all ages, all skin types, and they're wonderful. Yeah, yeah I wonder if you can say that they are because I use them and they are wonderful. Well, thank you. Okay, so you know what? I would appreciate if you could put your website, your the you know URL, as a comment on our live after it's done, so that people yes. would um, be able to contact you. Um, Great, thank you. Sure. Okay, well, you know what? It was very quick, and half an hour, boom, is finished. Wow! Right? I talk for forever, right? You know, you get somebody that you want to find. Super interesting. It was really great, Sam. That was really wonderful. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. Are we still on? Yes, we're still on. We're still on. Okay. So, last question. Sarah? Last question. Do you have any more things that you wanted me to dis- that you want to discuss? I am. I'm happy to talk about anything or everything. Or well, I think we're done for tonight. Oh, okay. so thank you very much. Actually, I do have one thing. One thing that I do want to add is yeah. that. Um, toxins used in skincare products, which is another reason why I do what I do, which is if you can't read it, if you can't pronounce it, you should not be putting it on your skin. The ingredients on your skin, the ingredients used in corporate skincare products are toxic. Some of them extremely toxic. That Ohio train derailment, I was reading what toxins were released into the environment. I'm going, Oh, I know that. I know that. They're all used in skincare products. So if it's killing the fish and when it's killing the birds, killing your wildlife, making everybody sick, do not put that stuff on your skin. It enters your bloodstream. It enters your organs. It's alive that it does not. It's based on false information that was fed by the corporate companies to the FDA. And the FDA said, okay, sure, we'll believe you. So just like all those other horrible things that we're seeing in the world right now that were released by pharmaceutical companies. Please avoid thoughtful in your skincare products. No, that's important advice, actually. That's extremely important advice. If you cannot pronounce it, you shouldn't use it. I get that. Well, uh, yeah, it's so true. Okay. I, think, I think in general, people are more 
inclined to start using things that are more natural, um, eating naturally based, and also yeah. put it on their face um, and on their body. The exception to the rule, by the way, is parabens, which are easy to say, but you still should not be using them. Okay. Definitely <laughs> noted. That's duly noted on our live Facebook sessions. <laughs> yes. Do not use parabens ever, 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 ever. Okay. And with that, with that positive note, we have to end our sessions for tonight. Thank you for listening to another episode of Golden Topics. I hope you enjoyed it and that it provided you with important information. Do not forget to click and subscribe to Golden Topics so that you can stay updated on my upcoming podcasts. And of course, please share and invite family and friends to listen so that they can also benefit from the information discussed here. You are also welcome to visit my website, www.lawmirit.com and to follow me on Facebook for more information regarding intergenerational estate planning and the various needs of the elderly population. I'm already waiting for you with my coffee in the next episode. Oh.